What's going on, everyone? Hope all is well. Um, good to be back. A lot has happened since the last time I hopped on Steel Talks Raiders on the Rebel Report podcast. Big game Sunday. Raiders hosting the 8-4 Indianapolis Colts. Las Vegas sits at 7-5, if you didn't know that. Also, if you didn't know, the Raiders found a way to beat the New York Jets. We've been in the media quite a bit. Comeback win, Hail Mary win. The last two weeks for the Las Vegas Raiders have been nothing but a disaster. They have not played at the highest level. We've seen some bright spots out of some players in the Jets game. Darren Waller with a you know, 200-yard receiving day, two touchdowns, really putting himself on the national radar. Over here in Vegas, the Raider Nation has known Darren Waller is a top three tight end with um, George Kittle being out of the picture with injuries. The best tight ends really do run through Las Vegas and Kansas City. Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, he's been a bright spot. Henry Ruggs dropped the ball that led to an interception, fumbled the ball, but ultimately caught the game-winning Hail Mary. Derek Carr, 381 yards in the win against the Jets. Cleveland Farrell had a big game, two strip sacks on Darnold. So there's been bright spots. But as a team, holistically, the Raiders have kind of gotten away, um, not by their own means, but they've kind of gotten away from what has been highly successful for them over the games that they've won. And what's interesting with the Las Vegas Raiders is you look at this team, you think they're seven and five, but five of these wins have come on the road. That's unlike the Raiders. The Raiders usually do struggle on the road, especially going to the East. It was a tough challenge for the Raiders to be in Atlanta and then go back even further East to New York, but they got that out of the way and five of their seven wins have come on the road and the rest of the schedule remains three straight at home where the Raiders have not played very well in the new stadium. They have not played very well in their house. Um, they've been in some close games outside of the game against Tampa. But at the end of it, the wins just aren't necessarily there. So if five dubs have come on the road, only two of those victories have came at home. We have to improve on uh, you know at home in our new house. You know, we got to start moving in. We got to start breaking in the bed. You know, we got to break in the lazy boy chair a little bit. We got to get comfortable in our own place. And it's frustrating because you think to yourself, you're at home, the corona year, you're in your own environment, you're on your own Las Vegas bubble, so to say. You should be able to roll up out of bed, show up to the Death Star Sunday morning, get stretching and get ready to work and defend home field. It just hasn't been the case. It needs to be the case as the Raiders enter their next three games Indianapolis, Los Angeles Chargers, and Miami Dolphins. Two of those games are primetime, Chargers Thursday night football, which means the Raiders will be on a short week after the Colts game, and then they'll follow up on Saturday night football due to the holidays against Miami. All three extremely important for the playoffs. We take a look at that AFC playoff picture. Kansas City, they're the best team. In the NFL, in my opinion, they're the best team in the AFC. Buffalo Bills, they're making some noise, 9-3. and three. Uh, Pittsburgh finally falls victim to the schedule that has been beneficial to them. They lost to the Washington Football Club, but they're in the mix. Baltimore finding their way back in the mix. Cleveland, 
Indianapolis and um, Tennessee Titans. Raiders finding themselves on the outside looking in with an opportunity to defeat a team ahead of them. That is the Indianapolis Colts. So let's get right to it. If you don't know, it's Steel Talk Sports on the Rebel Report podcast. I'm Brandon Steele. Good to be back. Long week here at UNLV. A lot of finals. Uh, sorry I missed you. I wrote an article regarding the Jets game and how the Raiders were able to handle that and what they need to do to get back on page. That is on the Rebel Report website. But semester's over for UNLV, and um, it's time to turn our full focus on to the Las Vegas Raiders without any worries of what's going on throughout school. No more essays, no more exams. Indianapolis Colts come into Las Vegas 8-4. They just beat the Houston Texans barely. Close game. Uh, Houston found a way to lose. Deshaun Watson played great. Indianapolis has been known for their defense this year. And at quarterback, they have Phillip Rivers. And Cleveland Farrell has had about I would say, I believe the number was 11 or 12 sacks in his entire career. Six and a half of those sacks came on Phillip Rivers. He had a few in the game that we played against them last year at the StubHub Center in L.A. when Rivers was a charger, and he wrapped them up three times on Thursday night football last year when Rivers was a charger, and the Raiders won both of those games. So Cleveland Farrell knows how to get after Philip Rivers, but Cleveland Farrell is going to have to face a much better offensive line that Rivers has been accustomed to through the last four or five years of his career. He's well, he's very well protected, and they run the ball well through three different running backs. Naheem Hines has been one of them. He's been doing a fantastic job for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the rookie Jonathan Taylor, he'll make appearances. They run the ball hard, and then they allow Rivers to get this ball out to guys like T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman. Um, they spread the wealth. But the offense isn't really what concerns me for the Indianapolis Colts. They've shown that they can score a plethora of points when they have to. For example, the game against the Green Bay Packers, they had to put a lot of points on the board. Um, the game that they had against the Tennessee Titans when they won, they won 34-17. They can put points together, but a lot of their games remain on the lower side of scoring um, because often their defense is the best part of their team. They have a top three defense in the NFL, and what they do with this defense is protect the pass better than anyone in the league, extremely sticky in coverage. Xavier Rhodes has had a rebirth in his career coming from Minnesota. He's been doing an outstanding job. But really, when you look at the front line led by DeForest Buckner, that generates a lot of problems for these offenses that they've seen. DeForest Buckner came over via trade from San Francisco, and he's been easily either their best player on defense or their second best player because they also have Darius Leonard, who, in my opinion, is probably the best linebacker in all of the NFL. And he's striving to get better every single game. This guy is Pro Bowl caliber. Great pick over there by the upper management for Indianapolis. And when you talk about the upper management of Indianapolis, they've also done a great job in finding a coach. That's head coach Frank Wright. So they run a very good offensive system. They like to run the ball, a lot of play action, but it's really the defense is often giving Rivers and the Indianapolis Colts pretty decent field position. But we've seen times where Indianapolis has struggled to get the ball in the end zone. 
Will they struggle to get the ball in the end zone against the Las Vegas Raiders? Well, let's break it down. They're not going to. The Raiders, still an atrocious defense, still struggling to find an identity. The injuries show that the Raiders do need Jonathan Abrams back there at the safety position. Jeff Heath looked like he broke his jaw off the shoulder of Sam Darnold. I couldn't believe it. Abrams, he brings the hammer. He stops the run. He is able to wrap up tackles in the third level when wide receivers break coverage and they're able to get out there. Yes, he misses on tackles. Yes, he plays a little bit too pedal to the metal, gets a little over-anxious, but he's the better option, and that's just fact. We need Abrams out there, along with um, Trayvon Mullen, who has been banged up through the year. He's played great the last three games. He's been a bright spot, like I was talking about earlier. The Chiefs game had a big interception. He played really well in the Chiefs game. The Falcons game, he got a little banged up, but he was still one of the only bright spots before he got injured. And then in the Jets game, another interception, did a great job in coverage. And I would expect the same out of Trayvon Mullen because he's going to have to go up against T.Y. Hilton in this game on Sunday. And T.Y. is always a threat. And Rivers, the Raiders know Phillip Rivers well. Seeing him so many times with the Chargers, obviously the offensive system is going to be ran different than what he did for the Chargers. But the Raiders are familiar with him. They know how to disrupt him. As I already said, Cleveland Farrell is very familiar with bringing him down in the backfield. We're going to need to see Max Crosby do the same. Max has been without a sack in the last few games. We're going to need to get more pressure out of these guys. We will see probably Tack McKinley make his debut as a Raider. Vic Beasley played a little bit in the Jets game. We're probably going to get more of him. So they're adding more pass rushers. It's just going to be time for the Raiders to get in the backfield more. We've been beating a dead horse for the last 13, 14 weeks, and we find ourselves in a huge week 14 game or, or week 13 game against the um, Indianapolis Colts, and we're going to need pressure to bring Rivers down and also get in the backfield. And that's what Indianapolis does very well, which brings us to the Josh Jacobs case. Is Josh Jacobs going to play in this game? My personal opinion, I did not hear this from any media. This is what I think. You re-watch Jacobs get rolled up in the Falcons game. It surely seems like it's a lot worse than a high ankle sprain, the way he acted and the way he got rolled up. They're probably hiding the fact that Josh might have a torn ligament. Again, that's my opinion. Josh is probably a lot more banged up than a high ankle sprain would tell you. That's just what I think. Would I play Josh Jacobs in this game against the Colts? 100%. The Raiders need Josh Jacobs in this game. Um, the way I look at it is this, Josh, you're going to carry this ball anywhere from 20 to 25 times. Hopefully find your way in the end zone. Hopefully help this offense on the ground rushing because we haven't had that in the last two games, not against Atlanta, not against the Jets. Also, Josh is coming off a game where he played the worst he ever did against the Atlanta Falcons, fumbling twice, had less than 30 yards. It was atrocious. So we need to see a really valiant Josh Jacobs effort, even with his injury, and I'm telling Josh, if I'm John Gruden, you're going to carry the rock a lot because we need that asset of our offense to beat the sixth best run-stop defense in the league. We need that asset in our offense. If we come away with the win and Josh plays well, you're on the short week anyways against the Chargers. I wouldn't shelf him against the Chargers, but I'd probably limit his carries because I can trust that you could give Derek, Carr's, Derek Carr the keys to the Lamborghini offense here 
let him come out with four wide receivers set two by two left and right and let him throw the ball around the yard against the Chargers. Probably not going to be able to do that too well against the Colts. Darren Waller probably going to be doubled. Nelson Aguilar likely to get locked up by Xavier Rhodes the way Rhodes is playing. So it's going to have to, Derek's going to have to rely on having some run game, move the ball up the field to open up the play action and the quick throws to Ruggs, Renfro. Hopefully Zay Jones can also get involved. Hopefully Brian Edwards can get also get involved. But the main weapons are going to be zoned in on from the Indianapolis defense that has proved to be very good all year long. So we need Josh Jacobs for this game. And I would give him the rock, tell him to run hard. Josh makes Devontae Booker better. I like Devontae a lot. He's a great second option, but as a starter, we need Josh Jacobs at the running back position. So Josh has to play. He's likely going to be a game-time decision, a lot of cat and mouse being shown. But what also would aid Josh if he decides to play this game, well, we know Josh wants to play. It comes down to the trainers and the coaches giving him the green light. The Raiders are likely going to have big right tackle Trent Brown back. Huge. He's been gone for quite some times, and when he played in the Kansas City Chiefs game, made a lot of holes for Josh Jacobs. That would be huge if we can get Josh and Trent and Abrams back in this game. We need everybody healthy best we can if the Raiders are going to come away with a win. Now, for the Raiders to win, a lot of people in the media and a lot of people I've spoken to, you know, you need a shootout victory. You need a shootout victory to beat the Colts given that our defense is going to give up a lot of points and the fact that we're going to have to score just to keep up. Now, if Josh Jacobs plays, hopefully he's healthy enough to add his running game, create that asset in our offense because Lord knows we're going to need it. Do I think the game's going to be a shootout? I think if the game is going to be a shootout and the game is close, the Raiders will find a way to win. i rather have Derek Carr in the clutch than i rather have Phillip Rivers in the clutch. Even though Rivers does have T.Y. Hilton, i rather take what we have on the outsides, along with Waller and hopefully Jacobs, with Derek Carr than what Indianapolis has if the game is close. I think if the game stays close throughout, the Raiders are going to find a way to win. But... The Raiders are going to have to play mistake-free football. You have to play mistake-free football every Sunday in this game more than others, just given how bad the Raiders' defense has shown to be. They might surprise me. They might surprise the entire Raider Nation by playing a whole lot better on defense, getting some pressure on Rivers, maybe getting a turnover or two. But it's not very likely, given how bad the Raiders' defense has been all year long. The Jets had their way with the Raiders' defense up and down the field. The turnovers granted Matt Ryan amazing field position, and they had their way with the Raiders up and down the field on the short field. It can't happen in this game against the Indianapolis Colts. If the game remains close, I think the Raiders win. If the Raiders turn the ball over more than once, or if the Raiders cannot get the offense going on this Indianapolis Colts defense, it's over. I don't see the Raiders finding a way to win. That adversity would be too big. Our players are too banged up. This defense is too good in Indianapolis. That is an extremely steep mountain to climb. Keep the game close. The offense needs to get back to what it was doing in that Sunday nighter against Kansas City and the previous games before that. It's a tough challenge, but must win game. I'm surprised I didn't already say it at the beginning of this topic. Must win game for the Raiders. 7-5. and five. Don't worry about Baltimore on Monday night football. They're also 7-5. and five. Don't worry about them winning or losing to Cleveland. Worry about what we have to do Sunday at 1 o'clock 
Iron Eagle Charles Davis on CBS. Biggest, you know, it's one of the three biggest games in the AFC. You got Pittsburgh Buffalo, huge game. I'm taking Buffalo. You got Baltimore Cleveland Monday night, huge game in the AFC. I'm taking Cleveland, quite frankly. And then you got Raiders Colts, another big game in the AFC. We have to do our jobs. Must win. If you lose this game, a lot of people are trying to tell me the Raiders can still get in at 10 and 6. I don't even want to entertain 10 and 6. Win out. The games are challengeable. But they're winnable. Extremely challenging games. Extremely winnable games. Start Sunday against Indianapolis. Thanks for listening to Steel Talks Raiders on the Rebel Report podcast. Just win, baby.